Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of Clean Breaks with the homie Jay. What's going on, my guy? You already know another day, another dollar. Yes, sir. We got to get to it. Don't not move with the money. So over the weekend or Sunday, they had the presser, press conference for the Manny Pacquiao Aero Spence fight. Uh, overall, I thought it was pretty chill and mellow the way they did things. And I'm guessing they're going, it went that way because of the attitude and character of both Errol Spence and Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao is not one to talk crazy about a fighter. Errol isn't either unless he's pushed or, 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 or he has a reason to. Um, we see him say things about Sean Porter not being able to sell chicken dinners or Sunday dinners or whatever, but it was so mellow. The only thing that I didn't like about it was the fact that Keith Thurman and Sean Porter were there and they could have spiced it up. They could have spiced that up and say, yo, I want next or, you know, just to dramatize the whole situation. And they, and they didn't. Everybody just played along. Like everybody was just like, OK, with the way things were going, which is fine. It's Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. He's a legend. Um, you give reverence to him and he's not a he's not a, a, a shit kicker or shit starter, you know, or a mud kicker. You know, he, he comes, he does what he's supposed to do and he bounces out. You know, and, and it's, he's still the English still isn't the, the best, but he, we, we understand what he's saying. So what did you think? What did you think about it? No, I agree. Um, I like Sean and Keith being there. I just didn't like the format. And I just don't think they had the right host there to bring the best out of the four. The four welterweights four top welterweights that were present. It should have been think, Kate Abdo, um, but keep going. Yes, yeah, it, it definitely should have been Kate Abdo. She she would have been capable. Um, I mean, I know he doesn't work for him, but Brian Custer would have been phenomenal at doing something like that. He would have been really good at bringing it out. Um, and I think just the format, I mean, it was cool to have the Manny Earl thing. I mean, that just is what it is. You know, Manny is Manny. Manny Manny's the elder statesman. He's the icon. So it's going to go as he goes. And Earl's not going to, you know, Earl only, only hits because he's hitting back if somebody's hitting at him. Correct. So um, it, it just depends if he feels like you're disrespecting him or sliding him or something like that. And, you know, he got a rabbit ears and he's got the eagle eyes and he puts something on Twitter. If you say something, he, you know, got a little KD in him, yeah, he which is good for boxing because I'm pretty sure he uses all of that for motivation. And if anybody's seen boxers have to make weight and work out, uh, you know, <laughs> no, no qualms for anything they need to do to get themselves motivated. Um. So, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think it was very respectful. It was fine. It was, you know, you, you, you're not going to see much because Manny's very experienced and he's mild-mannered. Yeah. And you're not going to see much with Earl either because um, I think part of Earl almost has, it's very similar to Manny is, they have this kind of mystique. It's very different because other has a, Earl, Earl has a slow Southern drawl. People might think, you know, I hear some people, um, uh, uh, good fella. He, he's on, uh, I don't know if you follow, look at him. I look at some of his content. He makes jokes about Earl being high or drunk or, you know, man, I that's just that comments, Southern living, man. I lived down there for they, a few years. Yeah. Man. That's and just they the way they well, are. They saying E&J is on E&J, you know, EJ is on E&J. You hear all the little jokes and stuff and it's like, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, the guy's consistently been like that is Southern. He's very laid back. And I also just think that's part of his brand and his persona. It's just almost the way he fights. You think it's sweet, and you think, oh, it's, it's very real, like 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 a 
Robert Garcia said, I'm gonna keep throwing it at him. You know, the real basic. Yeah. But he basically beats your ass. Yeah. And you basically go home with an L. With an L so, and some lumps and bruises. Right. And so, um, and you know, if, if the ass whooping comes, it's because you provoke the ass whooping in the ring. So I just think um, he, he definitely has a mystique and I, I feel the same thing. Um, you know, Manny looks good. Um, you know, his, his head was <laughs> rather large for a short guy. I told you that. Um, I told you. His, 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 head, his head has been getting larger, I've noticed, over the years. I'm, you know, I'm not insinuating anything. It's just a, it's, it's an observation. His head has gotten larger. Um, with Earl, Earl, um, it just looks like he's very relaxed. It looks like, you know, what's different with him is he hasn't, you know, um, he, he hasn't put on a lot of weight in between the fights. And he just looks comfortable with where he is. I mean, he liked to have maybe 10 to, 10, 10 to 15 more pounds, obviously. But I, I think he's comfortable I with where he is. And I think he is motivation for him, you know, um, to do that. And I think with Blu-ray, you can definitely tell he's fit. You can look at his face and um, tell it, it's weird because sometimes the face can be kind of gaunt out. a little bit. Yeah. But his face definitely wasn't that. It had a fullness to it, um, which is scary that if he has a, you know, kind of a, a tightness to his face, but a fullness. But then he's able to make the way comfortably, which I think he easily will. He's probably like he looks like he's honestly about 10 to 12 pounds off weight already right now. Uh, when he got a, a couple, like a month or two ago, he was already at 157. So I'm sure. Yeah. He'll be, okay. I mean, he'll be, he'll be fine. And I just think, um, chopping you know, there's no reason. two pounds a week at this point. Yeah. So. There's it chopping off two pounds a week. And he, you know, he's got a dietitian, he's got Blu-ray, um, they're watching everything and this is going to happen gradually. And so I think, you know, that's going to help him out a lot. I think he's going to rehydrate, even better. And I think he's going to, he's going to rehydrate into a beast as opposed to when he was cutting a bunch of weight and then he, re, he would rehydrate. He wouldn't necessarily blow up. Um, he would gain some weight, but he wasn't even by his own admission at hundred percent or in the best of shape. So um, he looks good. He looks like he's typical Earl. Manny looks typical Manny. Yeah. And I, you know, the only thing I can tell you is Manny's not going to take him lightly. Manny's not fooled by the Southern draw. Oh no. Manny's, Manny's like, okay. Manny's a killer. Manny's a killer. Manny's not yeah, going to take both, that lightly. Yeah. No. They, they both say the same thing. Like, yeah, this guy over here is nice. And he says nice things. He sounds very polite. He's a gentleman. But inside the ring, it's like he's coming to, you know, fuck me up. And Absolutely. both of them pretty much said that about each other, which I, I kind of like that. Um, In terms of Porter and uh, Thurman being there, I like that they would they were there. I wish, like, if they would have been Kate Abdo, I would have liked a round table type Yes, of that's what I was thinking. Like, why not have um, them sit in a room with each other and talk it out? Yeah. Because these are the top are the top guys at the welterweight well, division. And, and I think PBC missed the opportunity. Um, I know you don't want to do any harm. And, you know, I give them credit. They put the champions up there. You know, they put, hey, here's Errol Spence's champion of these two belts, these two divisions. You're Danny Ugas. They had Ugas and they had Jamal James with the whole WBA situation, which is, you know, weird because Manny showed up with the WBA belt, which is very weird, too. I want to get your take on that. Champion in recess. That's all it is. He still has a belt. It ain't he yeah. ain't the super champion. Super champion. Y'all need to cut that shit out, man. Manny is a champion. Until he's beaten, so, to me, yeah. he's a champion. He, well, but. he's 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 the lineal champion. You and I had the conversation. Yeah. He's actually the he's actually the lineal champion in three sanctioning bodies if you really want to have a real conversation about it. Um, but you know, we don't need to get into all that. Um, what I will say is um it would have been interesting to have the round table and you know, 
uh, have Manny and Earl do their thing. And then the way you spice it up is you get the four of them in there. You say, hey, we got four of the top welterweights in division, in the division. You know, Sean, Keith, you, you were there a little bit longer than Earl. He was a little bit younger. You know, Manny, obviously, the global icon, the elder statesman. Obviously, Manny and Keith fought each other, and Sean and Earl fought each other, and Sean Porter was a stable, was a was a uh, sparring partner for Manny Pacquiao for many years. So um, I just think there were too many connections there to not explore that, not have conversation, and to really to dig to dig to uh, dig into the the biggest hot button, which is Earl and Keith. If I was Al and I was Fox, I would have I would have I would have made that be flushed all out to the surface and I would have I would have brought it out of um Earl and Keith. I understand why they didn't because they don't want to come across like the focus is Manny and, and, and Earl and not making it about something else. I still wish they would have did it anyway because I still really think good. so. Yeah, but you can tell it, it, something is going on because all of yeah. them were there. Something is up. Well something is definitely up because number one and they all and I think the thing I do like about it is they all know what's up because they were all on the same accord. I think it's very clear um, what the game plan is. I think Al has it all mapped out. He has all the contingencies in place. If this guy wins, if this guy wins, um, you know, um, and I think also they were all very respectful, even though Earl doesn't like, you know, Keith, you know, he kind of blew Keith off a little bit. You know, Keith was trying to be professional and say, hey, you know, I, he told Manny to his face, I think Earl's going to beat you. And um, he gave his prognostication and obviously – Porter, you know, who likes to remain ambiguous, does his same thing. He plays it always super safe. And as charismatic and, uh, as Keith can be, he didn't make any attempt to say, you know, I think I can do like no one said nothing in the way of I feel like I can beat I can beat this guy or I should be next in line or I should be fighting Sean next. It, it, it was just like so cool. Yeah. Like everybody was so well, cool with everything. I'm cool with them not taking it there because I want Manny and Earl to be the case. What I would have done from a branding standpoint is I would have made it about, you know, man, you know, people talk about, you know, the fights we can't get in boxing, but let's look at what's happening here at this table. You guys are four of the top five welterweights in the world, right? Let's just be having a real conversation. The fifth one is over a top ranked Chance Crawford. For whatever reason, you know, business can't get done. You know, we can talk about size of the street, but at the end of the day, if people want to make a fight, they'll make it. I would have just said that. And then what if I was PBC and Fox, I would have immediately cut to, to Manny first because he's the icon. Manny, you've done some of the biggest pay-per-view fights. You're always the A-side. Earl, you're right behind Manny. Matter of fact, you outsold Canelo during the pandemic year. So you've done back-to-back-to-back pay-per-views. So, man, you got a pay-per-view star in Manny Pacquiao, global icon. You got Earl Spence, who's the next biggest pay-per-view star, who's done the next biggest numbers. If you leave the heavyweight division and Wilder out of it, no, no, no. No, we just go strictly by uh, welterweights. We just keep it at welterweights. Strictly by welterweights. And you say, man, so this is going to be an epic pay-per-view super fight. And then you say, now to add on top of that, because you guys all want to fight each other. And I would have said that. And I would have said, you know, obviously, Manny, you fought Keith. You won by split decision. Earl, you fought Sean Porter. You won that fight. Was that a split decision or was that a unanimous decision? Between I think that was even a split decision between Earl, Earl and, and, and Sean. I think that was a split decision. I think it was a split decision. Yeah. So, you know, you can say, I think hey, it was 2-1, hey, one, one, Earl. You can literally say, hey, two close fights, right? Competitive and close fights. So we can say, hey, there's not great separation between the four of you here. 
You know, I would have said something like that. And I would have said, you know, it would be great. It would be, it would be even better to get Terrence Crawford in this mix. Hey, Terrence Crawford, Bob M, if you're listening, you know, um, this is about the best fighting the best. It's happening over here. Come and join the party. Correct. And I, I would have I, I would have said it been positive. I wouldn't have yes. said Terrence Duck. I wouldn't have said Crawford's ducking. I wouldn't have said Bob does bad business. I would say come join the party. Right. Let's make the fights that make the most sense and and, and exactly. keep it prize fighting. Let's keep it prize right. fighting. And then and then to give, but to give the PPC guys credit, I can say, but hey, what we can say is, Manny, we know we look at your resume. You fought the best of the best. You've never ducked anybody. That's why you have so much respect. You fought everybody. Keith Thurman, you fought the best of the best in the welterweight division. You have a good resume. You fought Manny Pacquiao already. You know, obviously you fought Porter. You fought Danny Garcia. Facts. You just haven't fought. You haven't fought Earl. Maybe one day, if the situation's right, whether it's this weight class or another, maybe that might happen down the road. We'll see. Hopefully, you guys can maybe hash out your differences. Then I would have said, Sean Porter, you fought everybody and you sparred Manny Pacquiao. So at the end of the day, what we what was happening over here in PBC and what's happening with Fox is the best of fighting the best. There's competition. Iron sharp and, and iron. And I, again, I would say iron sharpens iron. Like I was saying, I said, you know, can we, is there a way that, you know, that with this, we can determine who the best out of all of you guys are. That's ultimately what the fans want to see who the best is. So we've had pretty much all, but, you know, two, dip, two fights that haven't happened. Earl, you haven't fought Keith and Sean, you haven't fought Manny, but you sparred him, you know? And I would say, you know, depending upon who wins, who loses, who knows what may happen. Obviously, we have um, another champion. Obviously, with the situation with Manny, I would have just flat out said, Manny, you're the lineal champion because you're the man who beat the man who happens to be here who had the WBA belt. And I would say, you know, but we understand that you're the champion in recess and or your Dennis Ugas has been elevated to the super champion and Jamal James. And, you know, hey, maybe those are fights that Sean Porter and Keith Thurman have an opportunity to make next to get a piece of one of the titles i would have put it that way and it they would have can. made sense because sean porter said hey i told keith why don't you take uh Uga? i says i fought him already and then i'll take jamal james and then we'll see what's up after that so i don't know I think, if he would him fighting jamal james i think jamal james is like six two or something man yeah it's a big height difference but to me that makes sense because no it makes complete we, sense but i'm just trying to see like how yeah. would that line up with him fighting a guy that you know that 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 i mean tall. again but, it, but again it's like uh gervonta fighting mario barrios not the, i mean obviously without the weight differential but the sean would be giving up a lot of height and reach that would be an intriguing fight and it does two things it helps elevate jamal james what did jamal james beat sean porter you know then now jamal james is a legit welterweight he's a with legit some contender yeah he's a yep. you know he's a legit no he's not he's beyond a legit contender he's legit in, in the top in, in the top tier of okay you know maybe you get the chance for for the majority of, well yeah contender attention that's right. what i'm contender. saying right contender he would Still be a contender a, yeah he'd be right. a contender so, but yeah. well, his, his contention status would be elevated because right he's a somewhat of a contender now being a regular bell holder i would have put it at that and then i would have said hey guys let's have a conversation how do you guys see the welterweight division? And I would have just let them talk. I would, I would just let them generate the content, let them talk. I just, I just give a synopsis, an overview of the division, and I would just speak the truth. I would tell Terrence Crawford, come over here and get some. This is, these are where the top welterweights are. They're all sitting here. Terrence Crawford, you should be sitting here too. Maybe we do this again. We'll extend the invitation. Maybe fights can be made. If I'm Fox, 
I totally push that. Push it. Push it on them. Push it on them. Make them make a decision because at the end of the day, it is Terrence Crawford's decision if he wants to fight or not. And he's choosing not to. And it puts immense amount of pressure on ESPN and top rank too, especially ESPN for all the line, for all the size of the street. ESPN never invited any of the PBC fighters over to have a real conversation. See, I'm gonna say if I and I would have loved it was Kid Abdo because she's a woman and she's a strong woman. And she'd be like, okay, let's have a real conversation. Yeah, salute to Kid Abdo. You are loved over yeah. here. I, I think I think highly of you. I like the way you go mm-hmm. about. Uh, your your sports casting or broadcasting mm-hmm. career, the way you put things together, your love of history and knowledge of history t- as well as is is pretty damn dope. You're a dope woman, uh, and she's, she's around very, our age she's too. Very di- yeah, and she's very direct. What yeah. I like about it is she's extremely direct. She does not back down. She's respectful, but she's direct. So she has some journalistic integrity, um, and so I just think to do that. And, and then see that that make that that makes it real. You can't leave Crawford out of it. He's a title holder. He's supposedly on a pound for pound list. You know, we're not going to trash him and say he hasn't fought anybody. Well, we would say, hey, after you get done with your next fight, whoever that is, uh, uh, Terrence Crawford, whatever fights you have, that's you. But you know, if you're looking to make your mark in the welterweight division and be a a a unified or undisputed welterweight champion, you're going to have to see these guys at this table. Yeah. You, yeah. You're going to have to do it. Actual, and, factual. And, and I would just flat out, if and Kid Abdul could have said it in such a compelling way, that it's like, Bomack couldn't bullshit his way out of it. Bob Aaron can't bullshit his way out of it. Joe Tessitore, Andre Ward, Timothy Bradley couldn't bullshit their way out of it. Yep, because like, the, the invitation is being extended, right? The invitation is being extended. We're saying and you got Kate Abdul being more 100 than you are. See, so at that point, how how you a former fighter and a former champion, and you got a female sports broadcaster journalist keeping it more real than you are. Facts plus you know, keeping it real. So I think that they man, if they would have done that and then just given them the table and let them just have their back. Let and them forth, talk. Yeah. You let know, hey Sean, Sean, you want that get back. Earl, you're like, uh, you know, whatever. You have a conversation, you know, Sean. Why do you want to fight again, Earl? Why don't you want to fight? And then we Man, all know the all we all know the competitive juices will start flowing. We all know that. We right. all know Earl was yeah. saying, See, "Look, I beat anybody at this table. I don't care who it is." Right. I know they, he would say all, that. Right. Well, they all gonna say that, you know, uh, in a sense, you know. Um, then you say, "Hey, Sean, Manny, you guys sparred. How come you guys never fought? Maybe that'd be interesting. Do you know too much about each other? You know, is that something you guys would do?" You know, hey, okay. Now let's let's get to the let's get the elephant out the room, Keith and 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 and, and Earl Keith. Like, you know, we see the things that you the interviews you have it on YouTube. We hear yeah. you say about Floyd. And I would have just came right out to Keith, and like we hear the whole Floyd Mayweather blocking using Earl to get at you conspiracy. But let's have a real conversation. You wasn't trying to fight Earl Spence back then, and then Keith is gonna go to his whole montage. Well, this is how I planned it. This is the grand design. See, that wasn't worth big money back then, but it's worth more money now. But I didn't do my part because I lost to Pacquiao. If I if I were to beat Manny Pacquiao, then I would be in position to fight Earl. I I ruined that. I I I'm the my loss to Manny Pacquiao is what's making this fight happen right now. See, that would have then Earl would have been like, and then Manny would have been like, you make it happen. And then Manny would have been like, dude, I knocked you down in the first round. I beat you. You know, I damn near made Earl, you. I damn near made you run out the ring because of that body right. shot. 
when oh, Earl would have said that, when Earl would have said that. Earl would have been like, man, you know, stop with all that cap, you know, Keith, you know, we know, uh, you know, you got clipped in the first round and we know, you know, you don't like it to the body. Hosa Sito showed us really clearly you don't like it to the body and then Manny hit you in that body and you was running for dear life. Yeah. So it's like, you know, hey, man, it is what it is. You know, he, he can say what it should have could have, but he lost to Manny. You know, Sean, day, yeah. Sean can say what it should have could have, but he lost to me. That's why Manny and I are here in the super fight and they here watching our super fight. That's something that would have came out of Earl's mouth. Yeah. You know, and, and he, you know, Keith Thurman yeah. should be ashamed. Well, I think he he's holding on to too much ego. His ego is too far in a way. Listen, mm-hmm. man, I think that at any point when they if they would have met up, Earl probably would have got the best of him. Um, I think it would have been a tough competitive fight. Mm-hmm. And Keith would have had the experience, but I think overall, that young boy, man, it's just something you could just see it with the Kale Brook fight. Like he, right. he just wants it. He just wants right. it. The reason why also why I would love this round table is because it'd have been best for the brand because you'd have been talking about other PBC fighters. Hey, how are you guys gonna get what are you guys gonna do about Ugas? He has a piece of the title. And then you'd have opened it up for other Jamal people. James. It'd have been a question people, mark for then, other people, then people to go like, look people, him out. Look, who is this who, guy? Who, who is who's this guy? Guys? Who yeah. is Jamal James? Yeah, let oh, me go okay. check them out. Um, okay, who, who, uh, and then, you know, of course, then you got the drama. You know, Earl, like, hey, because you heard what Earl said. You know, I think Ugas and Sean and Keith, they should fight Boots. You know, but then, but then, but then uh, Dharma could come right back and say, well, Boots called you out too. So you over right. here, you you the pot calling the kettle black. You talking about I didn't give you your shot. How come you didn't give Boots his shot? That's very you know, true. And you know, and, and you know what Earl goes, but then Earl has to get back. Well, you told me to go grab a title. And so I went over to England and I grabbed that title and I broke Kel, Kel Brooks' orbital bone and you still ducked me afterwards. And then you had these injuries you always heard. At least Sean fought me. I got more respect for Sean because at least Sean fought me. He took the fight. You always had excuses. So you say go get the go get a title. Yeah, I got big after I went over and I beat Brooke in his backyard, but you still didn't want to fight. You could have tried to make a fight with me again, but you who'd you fight? You fought Osacito Lopez because you because you need you needed a tune up. I, I flipped a Ferrari over and I fought Danny Garcia. See, came back. Came I didn't back even want a tune up. Yeah, I didn't even want a tune up. So that's a difference between you and me. And Earl could be like, so that's why people want to compare what Manny Pacquiao did to you to me. I ain't you. See, that's what Earl could have came with his get back. And so it could have had some really compelling back and forth and conversations. It could have flushed it out. And at the end of the day, Earl could be like, you know, at the end of the day, Boots got to have something I want. So it's not a big money fight right now. And he ain't got no title. At the end of the day, I got two titles. But my goal and my mission is what it always been is to get all the belts. So, yeah, Manny may not have a belt, but we know he's a lineal champion, and we know he's Manny Pacquiao. He's a global icon. He, a he, transcends, playing around he, with he, he transcends the belts. You know what I'm saying? I would have given him his respect. After I beat Manny, hey, if, if you know, Bud Crawford wants some of the smoke, and he want to, you know, I'm going to step over there and see what they're talking about. If they want to do something, if they don't, I ain't playing no games, and I'm going to move up to 154. And, and I think that's w. partially why they yeah. didn't allow that to happen because Errol yeah. probably would have been like, yo, I'm sick of dealing with all you mofos. I'm, I'm tired yeah. of this. I'm out. But they could have cut him off with Abdo. With the moment Earl starts to drift, you say you cut it off, you change direction. And then you say, well, Earl, at the end of the day, you know, we all know what's what. And while Ugas is the champion, Manny Pacquiao is lineal. So he, by beating Manny Pacquiao, P- 
people won't look at it as any less of accomplishment because you may not have the actual physical super champion belt. People know Manny Pacquiao as a champion. As a champion. It's still a big fight because it is right. Manny Pacquiao. And, and then that's when Kate Abdo and Fox are coming and really stick it to Golden Boy and Matchroom and Top Rank and say, oh, and by the way, you know, all those belts are cool, but the Ring Magazine belt, which is the, one of the most prestigious belts, which really talks about lineal and being the top dog, that belt is on the line. So whoever holds that belt, it supersedes the other belt. And it's a way that the industry is saying, why this person may not have this belt because of certain circumstances, they're the lineal number one top guy. So you guys are fighting for pound for pound supremacy in the one uh, in the welterweight division. So ultimately, we would know who the, who, the, who the real champion is. And then I would I would have just left it at that. And then, you know, hey, if you got that, and then you can go make a, a fight with Bud Crawford. Bud, again, we invite you to join the party. We would love you know? for Bud to join the party. See, then, then when you do that, you could have said, here's the other thing they could have did to take a slight at Bud and top rank, top stank, is, you know, Keith, you tried to make it. There were rumors you wanted $10 million, blah, blah, blah. But let's not even get to that. Sean Porter. You're good friends with Bud Crawford. You've been asking for that fight for over a year. Why do you think, Sean, why do you think you can't get that fight? Of course, Sean would have been political. Oh, you know, the business. And I, but, I, but Kate Abbott was like, no, but I heard Bob Aram only wanted to offer you $1 million to fight. He ain't taking no, that's, come were, on. Were you, were you insulted? Do you think that's a serious offer from somebody who really wants to make that fight happen? Like, how do you feel about that? You had good pay-per-view numbers with Earl. So if you did well with Earl, why wouldn't you do well with Bud Crawford? I mean, do we think that would be an excellent fight? Everybody at that table would have been like, everybody at that table would have said, yes, that's an excellent fight. And then Keith would have chimed in because he's good at this. At the end of the day, that's what I'm talking about. We want to see Bud fight somebody. I never talk about Bud because he ain't fought nobody. Then see, you let Keith do the fool and do the goon, do, do the fuckery and let Keith, but even though he be telling the truth, you know, who, who did he fight? Who did he fight? Like, but let's look at his resume. I think you would want to keep away from that because then that's when Bud would resist. I think he would resist and go, well, they don't want me to fight then. I let, let me tell you why I let Thurman get away and do it. I let Thurman do it. But if I'm PBC, I don't do it. If I'm Fox, I don't do it. I let Thurman, the man, the fighter, do it to instigate, like, damn, damn. You, like, okay, we get it. You, 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 you tripping on this 50-50 with, with Earl. We get it. You tried to get the pack out by you couldn't get it, but damn, you're gonna let you gonna let Keith one time Thurman talk nah. about you like that. No, nah, that cat man, See, that dude, dude would I, back, he would back all the way off if, if that happened. And, and maybe, but then it's like you testing his manhood. He would you back know, off. Me, I'm telling you, he would just back he, off. He may, he, he may back off, but um, I would let Thurman take the pound of flesh. I would definitely let him take the pound of flesh because at the end of the day. Listen to what Earl Spence is saying. They all want Earl Spence. Manny wants Earl Spence. So that Canelo even said he wants Earl Spence. I'd have brought that up too. Yeah, I'd like so. Yeah, I would say all the top guys want the biggest fighters. The two other big names besides Earl Spence is Manny Pacquiao, global icon, and Canelo Alvarez on his way becoming a global icon. Talking about a catchweight fight with Earl Spence. So if these guys want to fight with Earl Spence, why would anybody else? Do you guys want to fight with Earl Spence? Of course, Sean Porter, I want a rematch. Manny's like, I'm already about to fight him August 21st. Keith Thurman, like, ah, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that fight. So then that's when you say, damn, bud, we got to get you in here in the mix, man. You're a welterweight champion. And so, around hey, Robin. Sean, hey, Keith, Earl wants 
to unify. He wants to be undisputed. He wants all the bills. I'm pretty sure uh, 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 Senator, the Senator uh, uh, Manny would be interested in that too. Absolutely. If it was the right situation and he felt good after this fight. So why can't we get, you know, can we get that fight going on to get Terrence Crawford in the mix and then maybe it might be an opportunity for you guys to get the belt. If somebody's holding, if somebody beats Terrence Crawford and gets that belt, man, how easy would it be to make that fight with Earl Spence? And I would ask Earl right on the t- at the table, Earl, if you were to get past Manny Pacquiao, and let's say Sean Porter or Keith Thurman would have beat, would have beat Terrence Crawford, would you stay in a division to fight either one of them if they beat Terrence Crawford and won the belt? I'd have put him right on the spot. I'm sure he would say yeah, but there, you know, there's a part of him. Yeah. That, of course, but, but I would, but but it would have been great theater. It would have sold. Look how many names of other PBC PBC fighters you would have put out there. You would have talked about the now. You'd have talked about the icon status. Man, you'd have put star, such, yeah, you'd have put now. such a great light on the uh, welterweight division. Oh yeah, on the welterweight division, and on top of that, if you're PBC and Fox, you're like, well, damn. Pretty much all but one of them are over here. So That's if you crazy. want to see the best of the best in welterweight division, come to Fox. You see what I'm saying? So from a network perspective, it's like, hey, this is one of the top divisions in all of boxing. But that's what I'm saying. They should create a route around Robin. Just have Sean Porter, Danny Garcia, Jamal James, all those guys. Ooh, guys, throw mm-hmm. them all into the blender and, right. and make it happen because – Harold is already doing his due diligence. Manny is already doing his due diligence. You got two of the best, right. like you said, top sellers of the sport already right. risking it all. We need to see exactly. who's going to be the best on the way up because y'all can't just all just sit around and wait for Manny and, and Errol to duke it out. And then y'all go, okay, well, I want the guy next. No, y'all go, y'all go make a fight too. Y'all go get a fight in October. Yeah. Y'all go get a fight yeah. in November, yeah. December or something right. like that. Right. Go be active. Go make a fight. Yes. I like it because you build the brand. And if you're a Fox, you're pretty much like, you know, hey, um, I would have easily said this. I'd have been like, hey, for what it's worth, even though one of the guys is not here. When you think about Manny Pacquiao, you think about uh, Errol Spence, you think about Bud Crawford. When you think about the pound for pound list, if you just look in the top five, what weight classes represented the most? The welterweight class. Yeah. So I would say, so this is the darling division. See, if I'm Fox and I'm PBC, I make it about the 147. This, this, is, the, this is the crown jewel of, of, of the boxing. This is where the, the best and deepest comp is. Yeah, we know about the young guys down at 135, but they don't have the established resumes that, that you guys do. No, they so we not. took if we took the resumes of everybody who's fighting 147, it by far supersedes any of the other fighters in any other weight division, weight class. See, if I'm PBC and I'm Fox from a branding perspective, I put that there. And then when I start naming these fighters, oh, they fight on Fox. Oh, they fight on PBC. Oh, that's a PBC fighter. Oh, that's PBC. Oh, there's a PBC. I easily do that. And then I say, hey, even though Bud is not a PBC fighter, at the end of the day, it's boxing. We, we're interested in making, if I'm Fox, I say, hey, over here, we're interested in making the, the best fights. We want the best to fight the best. That's why we're doing a pay-per-view with Earl Spence and Manny Pacquiao. Man, Terrence Bud Crawford would make some real good money if he was to fight uh, a Sean Porter or Keith Thurman. Yeah. Those would be some yeah. really good fights to see. <laughs> to me, whatever he's getting per fight over at top rank now, which is probably, what, maybe three to four million a fight, 
he would easily, to me, if he fought Sean Porter or Keith Thurman, you could pretty much say he would almost double his money. If he I would took say, the fight. I, say, I would say he would triple. I would say he would triple. If if it became a pay per view fight, I, I'm quite sure it would. Yeah, be I mean, if it's pay per view with Sean Porter and Keith Thurman, I would say he would. He, the best he could do is max out at ten. Mm-hmm. That, that's the highest end. Mm-hmm. More realistically, be just because Bud doesn't have a huge following yet. He really be push. It really be the PBC people who be pushing. Yeah, that's what I, I would like. Yeah. I would have liked for him to have one of those guys on his resume exactly. already, because right? it would help build him and get his following. Bum, no, you go be the Sean Porter. Now you have everybody's attention. Why? Bum, because bum. everybody knows Sean Porter's fault. Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, and Errol Spence. Right. Kale so Brooke. took the belt. Yeah, Kilbrook. So so you know so no, the lost thing to is, you know, I'm sorry. I know what Crawford was trying to do and saying, "Well, I fought Kilbrook. That's not a common opponent," but everybody nobody thinks Kell Brook is at the top of his game everybody views Kell Brook as damaged goods so to try to sell us that as if he is that Kell Brook is where Sean Porter is in the fight game is is an insult so I think you know again you know Bud gonna do what he want to do um all I gotta say is Jose Zapata that's all I have to say and so um, let's look at the numbers with Bud versus Jose Zapata no we're not gonna even do that we're not gonna even do that we we, no we're not gonna do that no. So, yeah. But I, I just think I think they missed the opportunity to do that. Now, the cool thing is they're going to have additional press conferences. And I'm pretty sure they're hearing a lot of this feedback. Yeah, it's going to warm up. It's going to get spicy. So it's gonna get I spicy. would think you would do that. And then I think, you know, another thing they could have said is, hey, who are some of the up and coming talent? I wouldn't have let Virgil T- Ortiz out of it. I would have said, hey, and over there, you know, with Golden Boy, you have Virgil Ortiz, who's, who's very young. And, you know, he's been calling some names out, too, over here. And I would have just put it out there, like, Sean, he called you out. Keith, he's called you out. Earl, tell us about him. You know Virgil Ortiz. You guys were in the same gym. He's also from Texas. You know, and Earl could have told his story. And, you know, then he could have said, hey, man, I think, you know, hey, um, you know, Virgil Ortiz and, and Boots, they, they're, they're the future of this division. You know, if you look right at the now, four guys at this table. Focus. But right now, that's not my focus because, you know, they don't have the belts. Like I said, when I, was, when I was at where they were at, I understand what it's like because I was trying to get opportunity. But right now I'm at the point to where I'm not punching down. I'm punching at my level of punching up because, again, I mean what I say. I want to get all the belts. So if you got a belt, I'm coming for you. You know, if you're a champion, you know, now as it relates to Ugas, you know, hey, we'll see. But we all know that Manny Pacquiao is the real champion because, you know, he didn't lose. He didn't lose to anybody. You know, he's a champion in recess. He didn't lose. So he's from a lineal perspective, you know, he's still the champ. And you know, if I beat if if I if I go when I beat Manny Pacquiao, nobody's gonna be clamoring for me to fight your Dennis Ugas. They gonna, you know, the next fight people are gonna want to see. And if I'm Errol, I'll put the pressure. The next fight anybody will want to see is me and me and Bud. Actual you know, facts. And, and, and so you know, hey, I'm gonna step to Bud and see if they want to do business. They want to do it, so you know, we can see what's up. Put the straps on the line, and you know, it is strap season, and let's see what they do. And see, that would give Earl a platform to do that. I know Earl wants to stay focused on just Manny and not think ahead, but I think from a marketing perspective, you could have said that because then you could have flipped it and put it to Manny too. Manny, you beat Earl Spence. Man, it, you know, people are saying that might make you the greatest of all time. And, you know, if you did that, and then what if you did get a fight with, 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 uh, with, with Bud Crawford? You're champion in recess now. I mean, the WBA, if you beat Earl, they could always reinstate you and change the whole situation again. I wouldn't call him the greatest of all time, though, if he did that. I mean, and, then I, and I, I totally get I it, but I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. me thinking just all outside of the branding and the marketing part of it, I would be thinking like, all right, if you beat Earl, that does make you 
a hell of a guy, you know what I mean? So what next would right. there be for Manny Pacquiao? Do you ride up off into the sunset and go become president or something like that? You know, right. But that man, Manny Pacquiao, is a, he really is a hell of a champion and a hell of a fighter, a hell mm-hmm. of a warrior as well. Yeah, agreed. Man, it's uh, so yeah, man. It's yeah, I'm quite it was a good sure. press conference. Yeah, it was it was it was just so bland, man. I, I was wait, I was looking for because I thought at some point Keith Thurman might say something to make it a little bit spicier to get under people's skin or get on somebody's nerves. Yeah, maybe, we'll see what maybe, happens. Maybe, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm, sure that, I'm sure they're gonna get all the feedback and they're gonna go, yeah. hey, let them let them yeah. loose. Don't let them go too far. But uh, yeah. Keith, talk your shit if you feel like you want to talk your shit. Go ahead and talk your shit um don't bash them but talk your shit you know what i mean let's see where we can get this thing going and to improve the condition like you said and expose the welterweight division to the rest of the world and and see tell them yeah because exposing the welterweight division only benefits pbc and fox too so it's it's good business it's good branding it's good marketing it's good for sales it's like you could throw some of these some of these upcoming guys the jamal james the uh your Dennis Ugasses, the 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 Boots Ennises, you could throw them on a card for a Saturday night, like they did mm-hmm. with David Morrell. Instead of having on a Sunday, yeah. throw it on a Saturday yeah. card. Well, not people give them, yeah, yeah, and that, and yeah. then throw David Morrell on they can another hit, one, yeah. right? Because they can headline now, they can go and headline their own card, and you're Absolutely. building, help building, help building their brand, which is more money for you. Yeah. And then basically, you can also, you can also pretty much highlight, well, hey. Other than Virgil Ortiz Jr., who's young, up and coming, and Bud Crawford, all the welterweights are right here, right here at, at PBC Fox. That's you know, a fact. And if anybody wants a champion time. over here, you got to go through, you got to go through this gauntlet. You got to go through the Sean yeah. Porter. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, and, and the that's what the belts Thurman's. are. All the belts yeah. are on uh, premier boxing champions, and they, they all fight on Fox. Man, these fights on Fox. Young guy, fights on Fox. Yeah, if you're yeah, a young guy, would fight on Fox. Yeah. yeah, if you're a young guy, you got to go through Boots. Like, you can't come over here thinking that it's going to be an easy ride all the way to the top. You got to see Boots, you know? Exactly. Yeah, you got to see Boots. Um, you know, and, and, and I would let them pay respect to him. Like, hey, yeah, we see him as the future of the division. And then they can explain it. You know, hey, what about you guys? Who's going to Who's going to do it? You know, and, and then they would get them to say, well, yeah, like Earl said, like we're trying to get a championship belt. We're trying to win a belt. So when you say who's got the belt, that's, you know, he said, look, I, I, I fought Earl. I fought Earl. I lost that fight. I want to get another opportunity. Manny Pacquiao, you know, I haven't fought him. Maybe if he beats Earl, I get that opportunity. And obviously, Bud Crawford, we all know I've been trying to make that fight. If you Keith Thurman, you say, man, I lost my belts to Manny. I would like that again. Hey, I've already expressed that I want to fight Earl Spence if he wins, so I get a shot at the titles. And here, yeah, I'm, I'd also fight Bud Crawford. So when you say it, it basically just it, it gives Boots his credit, but it also gives a it gives a legitimate explanation as to why these guys are looking up and not looking, you know, at a guy who's maybe lower in the pecking order. We see the talent, but he doesn't have something that they want or need Correct. right now. Correct. So we get it. You know, hey, then eventually Boots will get his his chance. You know, and so that's just what it is. We all know how it goes. It's a process. And Earl could say, "Hey, I understand where Boots coming from. I I was in his position. Yeah. I was, you know, yeah. I was the boogeyman of the division, and I I couldn't get an opportunity. I would tell him, keep know, fighting, hey, champ. Keep fighting. You I would be. say, hey, keep fighting. Uh, same thing to Virgil Ortiz. Keep fighting. Hey, I I see what I see what they're doing. I think they're good, good, two good young, excellent fighters. Maybe they may cross paths in the future." Um, and I would just say, hey, you know, luckily enough, I was able to work hard and I got my opportunity against Kell Brook, 
And I got the IBF, you know, and, and that, that's one of the main reasons why I'm in this position. And so I would just kind of drop those nuggets to them to say, hey, keep putting yourself in position. You're going to get the opportunity. And then it stops all the cap on the whole boots is being ducked, which he kind of is. But from a, again, these guys are all trying to get a title. Boots does not have a title. No, he's not um, in, a boots, contender, in a contender lane. Like yeah, he's up and, and coming. He's, also, uh, he's there. He's a, a rung yeah. below. But these guys yeah. have already rose, risen to the top and they've touched the brass, the gold ring already. Yeah. So they're trying to yeah. get back in line for another. Right. And, and his name is level. just now starting yeah. to get out there. And he's so, a yeah. level below. And there's no disrespect to Boots in his at all. I don't think yeah. I, want, yeah. I don't want you to take it that way or think that way. Yeah. But it's just to say that these guys have all been former champs or are champs. So they're they're a step above you or a step uh, ahead of you when it when it comes to the, the welterweight division. So the positioning. Yeah, the positioning yeah. of it. So if they were to look back and go for you, like even though that would be a good fight and it would make you look good and mm-hmm. it would give you more prestige and bring you into the fold of where they are, they don't want to risk what they've done to go back. Even if they did win, right. it would give right. you more pull and prestige right. into the into the area where they are and they're yeah. all looking for what, what arrow has and what manny has yeah but man I, like yeah. i said i think if i was listening or the P- people at pbc or steven espinoza why not just fox, make a round yeah. robin yeah fox yeah yeah why not just make a round robin only thing about that maybe if they did do that they would have to throw uh arrow in there and probably manny as well yeah and they're not gonna do a round robin yeah. for several reasons number one um, it, you know, it, it, when it comes to the sanctioning bodies, you already have people that are in position on those lists when it comes to the sanctioning bodies. So people, you know, Boots is going to climb his way up to, to being, and same thing with virtual Ortiz, to being top mandatories in, in, in those sanctioning bodies. And then I would, I would even show, hey, well, where is Virgil? Like, here, here, here are all the sanctioning bodies, here are the belts, where are the rankings? I would even show it. Hey, Sean, weren't you number one in the WBO? Why aren't you number one? Now it says Virgil Ortiz, you know? And then we can say, well, man, if Virgil Ortiz is ranked top in the WBO, why is he fighting Jose Zapata instead of, you know, that makes instead of Virgil sense, Ortiz? Man. Like that, that is crazy. Jose <laughs> so Zapata. I'm just saying. No so disrespect to Jose right. Zapata because so, I don't, man, I don't even want to talk yeah, about no. that. But that just makes no fucking sense, yeah. bro. It, it, exactly. So I, I, if I'm them, I take subtle shots. At basically just giving that fair evaluation of the 147 pounds, by, 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 by default, you can kind of see the fuckery that's going on over at top rank by default, right? When you do, when you use logic. So I think that that's something I would definitely do. And then I would just say, hey, you know, that's a whole bunch of fights. You know, either one of you guys can fight Jamal James or Ugas, or Jamal James and Ugas can fight each other for WBA supremacy and, and unify within the WBA, you know? I need so, to look, I need um, to look more at Jamal James. I need to check check out some more of his fights. I need to get about five or seven fights under under my belt just to check him out and see what he Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen about four of his fights. Okay. So um yeah, what did you think? Uh, what did I you think, think of it when you when you were looking? Um he's a very solid fighter. He's a B fighter at best. Okay. He's B. He's long, he's got the reach, um, he's got the jab. Um, he's got a long right hand, not huge power, but he's got a respectable punch. Um, his, his game is about volume. You know, he, he uses his reach, but I, I, he would definitely struggle 
um, against Deshaun Porter, who's very smothering, who would get into, because he, he's tall, but he's got a, a, a thinner frame, obviously, because the way the weight will be distributed to make 147. And I think that would be a, um, you know, Sean makes every fight ugly, but it would be kind of compelling, a, a kind of ugly mauling type of fight in a sense. And also, I think he, he's not super fat. He's not super quick. So Porter would have quicker feet. That'd be interesting fight. Same thing with Keith. Keith would just try to find an angle to land a big shot. No difference. So, um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, let's see what Jamal James is. Is this skill set good enough to keep these elite guys on the outside and keep him at the end of his jab? So I'm not hearing you know, a lot about him. He's just his name is just there. And I would like yeah. to see I would like to see some more some more fights, you know. Maybe, well, he, maybe, see him. maybe he goes up against uh uh Blue Tennis. Yeah, well that that's that's been the rumor. The rumor has been, you know, Ugas is trying to get a, a name, right? Jamal James is not a name, so Ugas ain't fighting Jamal James. And that makes no sense for to WBA because then what you're gonna have a guy had a regular belt and a super belt, you know that <laughs> so. I think what you have is if you look at the regular level to kind of force a mandatory to get a shot, Boots and Jamal James makes a lot of sense because again, they're a tier below. Jamal James is a tier below Porter Crawford. And Ugas is that weird level in between, right? He's in between Jamal James because he's a super champion, but he's beneath Thurman Porter, um, Spencer Pacquiao in terms of like, what we know about the levels and he's fought Porter and lost, but what bumps him up to their level is he's got a belt. So you can you think he should fight Thurman next. I think, yeah, I, I think he and Thurman, I think he should fight Thurman. And the I reason why I'm the, the reason why, the reason why I do that is even though it still may not happen again, facts, tell story, sell. What if Keith Thurman beat you, Danny Ugas? See, the end, Keith Thurman really going to start talking. Come on, Earl. I got the belt. You said you want all the belts. Quit ducking me, son. Quit ducking me. You know, he going with that strap on his shoulder, he going to talk a whole lot. Then he can say to Sean Porter, some people thought you lost that fight. I, I clearly, well, I beat him. I got the belt. I got the strap. I won that fight. You know, and people seen Porter Ugas already. We've seen that already. We've seen it. I would like to see uh, Keith Thurman versus Ugas, and if if Keith can be focused enough to get Ugas, it would be even better if he could get Ugas out of there, you know, and yeah, then I mean, you I would force, like see, yeah. now you mm-hmm. have the clout to go for who would be the next champion if it was Manny or see, if it were Arrow. Here's what I would do, and I wouldn't even say, well, Sean, you fought for unification with Earl Spence. We can't have you not fighting for a regular title with Jamal James. Boots should fight Jamal James. Sean Porter should be the measuring stick and fight Bud Crawford. And, and, I, and I would just keep trying to push that. You know, the guy who's been the most boisterous about getting that fight is Sean Porter. Sean, and I would just push on the spot. Sean, there's been rumblings, but you don't have a fight right now signed, and Bud Crawford doesn't have a fight signed right now. But he belongs at this table. Earl is Earl is tied up to somebody. You or Keith, which one of you, Bud should fight either one of you guys. He belongs at this table. He can't fight Manny or Earl because they're fighting. So he belongs at this table. He needs to fight one of you guys. Then that leaves Jamal James. Well, then Jamal James fights Boots Ennis, who's a super rising star, who everybody sees. And then they got next for yeah. a super title. Yeah. And to me, that's how you should do it. Yeah. Bud has to prove himself somewhere. 
Somebody who better. Somebody. Who better to prove yourself at either Sean Porter or Keith Thurman? Because they're at the table. Bud, you belong at the table. I would even have an empty fucking chair with his name on it that says Bud Crawford. Reserve. I would literally reserve do that. sign. Reserve, reserve sign, sign. Yeah. is what I would do if I yeah. was Fox. Yeah. And I'd be like, why won't you fight one of one of these guys to prove where you are in the welterweight division? Or maybe you can put a cardboard cutout of him <laughs> sitting in a chair yeah. or something like that. And I would say, hey, no disrespect. You can only fight who's in front of you, but none of the guys you have fought are ranked higher than any of these guys. Not have accomplished them. as much as any of these guys. No. That, that's not cap, it's just a fact. And then even so, maybe have, just for the fuck of it, have Danny Garcia sitting there as well. Question, do you think that uh, Keith Thurman can beat Bud Crawford? Yes, I do. I wouldn't, um, but I think he still lose the fight. Can he? Yes, but I think he lose because of body shot. Um, you th- body answer- shot, body shot, who would lose by body shot? Keith Thurman will lose my body shot. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, 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 what was I about to say? Um, yeah, I, I would just flat out say, man, um, that's who Bud needs to fight. And I, I would like to see Ennis and Jamal James fight. I know, I think that's who he's fighting. I think that's, I think they're on the undercard. Personally, I, I think, think that's boots. the way. That, I think that's how it's going to end up going, bro. I think that's the way. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Boots, Jamal James. Yes. And here's why they're going to do it because they're looking to build Boots as a star, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. Boots needs a strap. So now because Manny don't have an actual strap, you get Boots, get Jamal James because he can't get Ugas yet. You get the regular title. Now you change that into now you're the mandatory for whoever the WBA champion is. So now we know Earl ain't going because Manny's a lineal. Earl not going to take a step back and fight Ugas or whoever whoever beats Ugas, whoever Ugas fights, even if it's Keith Thurman, he can talk. But see, then this is how you get Boots in it. Let's say Thurman fights Ugas. Who cares? We either one of them win this, whatever. Then Boots beats Jamal James. Then bam, you got the regular champion, the super champion for WBA supremacy. Who's the top dog in the WBA? See, then that makes sense. Then Earl's fought Manny. Then Earl, because we know, we know Bud is going to duck. Sean Porter and not take the fight and by him by, by calling it out and by telling the facts and him not taking the fight then that's when Earl could say well I'm still going to check in over there and then hey Earl can have his opportunity if he don't then he's going to move into 154 then at that point now you got the WBC vacated now you got the IBF vacated and the ring belt is now vacated I mean he, he has it he can say he'd always say I had a ring belt but now that's vacated at 147 he's just a former ring holder at 147 and now that's all up for grabs. Manny ain't coming back to fight anymore. If he, when he, if he beats Manny, Manny's done, right? Manny's might fight exhibitions and make $20 million, $30 million exhibition, $50 million exhibition fight. And then, so now WBC, who's sitting there left? Now you got to look at the rankings. You know, that's how you get Virgil Ortiz in the mix. You know, he's, you know, Mexican. <laughs> and so, you know, WBC is going to be trying to get Virgil in there. Uh, and so you're going to have two guys, the two top guys fight for the vacant. Same thing with the IBF. Whoever the two top guys are, they're going to fight for the vacant. And then meanwhile, you got Boots there, who's one step away from the WBA. He can get that strap. Then Boots can say, well, I want to unify and beat all, now fight the other champions. Now for the next three years, two or three years, you can have Boots trying collect to get these other belt, collect the other belt holders. Yep. To me, that's how I do it. That, that is, that it's, so it is a round robin tournament in a sense without calling it a round robin. You're just, Pairing guys who were would they have a likeness 
and you're, you're pairing people at the levels to where it makes sense from a boxing perspective and business perspective. I think it's something like that is going to happen. I think it's going to go somewhat yeah. of that of that way. Uh, I think yeah. for right now, they have to make a decision on what they want to do with that WBA belt. Who's it? We understand champion in recess. Uh, right. We understand that's a big fight, but what, what are you going to do with Ugas and the rest of these fighters that you got sitting at contender level or sitting at num- number one ranking mandatories or whatever it is, these yeah. spots that they're holding? You have to do something to get these guys moving and, and get their yeah. careers moving. You can't let them sit well, around yeah. for too much longer. So You're going to have to do it because at the end of the day, you know, Errol's on the way out. Uh, Porter and Thurman are both older than Spence, so they're not the future of the division. They can only be right now, right? So if I'm if I'm Al, it's like, okay, who's my next cash cow that I can build into a big star at 147? And so obviously we all think it's Boots now, but what if Jamal ben- James beats it Boots now? It's Jamal James. Yeah, right. If he does and look so good then, doing that, if he does look good doing it, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. That that's what makes it so compelling. But Boots is going to win. So then at that point now, Boots wins, and now he becomes a potential pound-for-pound pound player in, in the game. And he may not get – he won't get all those bets. He'll get one of them. He'll get Thurman. He'll get Thurman, Porter, or Ugas. He'll get one of those scalps on his resume, on his belt. And then at that point, now he's ascended at a high level. And then now it's like, okay, well, Boots can say, hey, Maybe I move to 154 and Chase try to get Spence. You know, maybe I try to get Crawford. Maybe, uh, maybe, or maybe it is something with Virgil or T. Maybe he gets one of those other loose belts I would vacate it. And maybe Virgil and I unify at some point, two, three years down the line. So he's got a lot of options. He's in a great position. Um, his position will be even better if he can get the Jamal James fight. Because then once he gets a piece of any title, it's going to be very hard to stop him. It's going to be hard to deny him. Yeah, to deny him. And if you put him on an undercard, of a pay-per-view, which I definitely would. You want to build him as a star? He has to be on that Spence Pacquiao pay-per-view because all the eyes are going to be watching that pay-per-view, and when they see Boots, he's going to jump off the screen. Hmm. I mean, it would be nice. It would be nice. Al, he has to be doing that. Like He, 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 he would have to be um, horrible at brand management. If if he didn't do that, I'm I'm pretty sure Boots. So would you would be, you put Ugas on that card too? Then, of course I would. I would have Ugas and Thurman just to just to keep selling the what if between Thurman and Spence and blah blah blah. Because you know Spence's name is gonna come out of Thurman. Thurman, who do you want next? I want the winner of the next, of the other main event. You know that's what he's gonna say. Okay, I want my get back with Manny. Earl, quit ducking me, son. I got a title. You said you won titles. It's, you, I mean, we can literally write the script right now and yeah. then put it on the teleprompter. It, it sells itself. And then at that point, you got boots. It's like, oh. <laughs> or, hey, you got another person chomping at the bit to get up there in boots in. It's a young guy. He's got a piece of the title. He's got a claim to some of that belt, the WBA. I'm the super champion. He's a regular champion. Well, the WBA Al, like what 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 do you say? What, what what do you call the WBA? What we 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 whatever. back Al. We back Al. Yeah. And so if we back Al is told by Al, look, we're gonna make Jerron Boot Boots a star, and he's gonna have his first belt gonna be the WBA, which is gonna make your brand look good. So it looks good for you to associate with Boots Ennis, being that's the first title that he's first legit sanctioned by the title that he's won. He's gonna be a pound for pound superstar. 
So he needs to get the shot. You need to mandate that he gets a shot at, at the WBA. And so whoever the super champion is, either got to fight him or vacate. Or, or he gets emailed to him. So to me, if I'm Al, if I'm Al, that's what I do. You know, it's chess, not chess. It's going to go I, something like that. Yeah, I, it's going to go something like do. that. You know what I mean? Y'all done, y'all done took to put Manny in the recess position. But now yeah. that he's back fighting, why not just elevate him to the status of super champion or whatever this crazy shit well, is y'all got going on? But I'm going to tell you why. But I'm gonna tell since you why. y'all to doing that, boots. that let me know that y'all playing around. Y'all got a plan with that belt. So the, well, Yeah, we know what the plan is. The, that, that's the Boots plan. That's the Boots business plan. Like Playing this day, yeah. he's going to fight either Ugas or Jamal James. Wipe him out. I guarantee it. Wipe him out. I guarantee you. Wipe him out. He's going to fight. Yeah, he's going to fight one of those guys. He's going to. He's going to fight one of those guys. You know, Ugas has a little more leverage, you know, with that. If the money's right, Ugas will do it. But they can make Jamal James do it. You know, and Jamal James, what they can sell to him is you get your biggest payday. You're on a pay-per-view card. You get great exposure. And you'll be the guy who everybody thinks is that dude. So if you beat that dude that's next up to coming, then that makes you the dude. It's just like if Earl. It's a lot going on in that welterweight division, man. That's my point. And that's why it's perfect. It's perfect for Jamal James. It's perfect for ooh guys because it's like they know Earl on the way out. So now you can become, you know, you can become the main thing at 147. And you got an inside track to the belts that Earl vacates. Right? Because those sanctioning bodies are going to put. Yeah, you got the mandatory, you got people who can fight, but they can always change things, just like they changed Sean Porter and, 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 and Virgil Ortiz. But if you can prove to those sanctioning bodies, we got the next biggest star, which who I think will be Boots, then watch how conveniently his name jumps over others and he gets up in those rankings. Yeah, yeah. And a way to do that is to say, well, he's a champion. You know, Javante Davis beat Mario Barrios for the same damn belt. The WBA regular belt. Yeah. Second yeah. See, so it's already cooked in the books. So you see the play with Al. Javante is really just winning all these WBA belts. If you look, if you look at what he's doing. And so that's, to me, that's the inside straight that Al is running. And yeah, do you hate the, 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 all the politics of it? But at the end of the day, look, man, at the end of the day, the guy still got to get in the ring and fight. And I think if Boots gets in the ring and fights, he's going to beat all of them. That's my personal opinion. That's yeah. just an opinion. But I think uh, that's what happens. I would probably agree. I, I while you the were talking, I was trying I to sit around and Earl. think about. Yeah, but I yeah. think Errol will probably, and then I don't even think he'll just move up because he's scared of him. I think he would just move up just because he's just sick and tired of one forty-seven, man. But yeah, I do well, think that I do think that Boots will more than likely beat any of the top guys or the mm-hmm. the guys in that division right now. I think him and Errol would be probably the biggest hardest fight for him, but. That'd be the hardest um, fight for him. But I think if Earl chooses that fight, I think Earl's like, Earl prefer that, prefer that fight at 154 because he'd be more comfortable and he feels he'd carry more power. Earl will prefer that fight at 154 over 147. And it makes sense because right now, Boots doesn't do anything for Earl uh, in terms of legacy or in terms of money. So, he, no, again, he's chasing the belts. So it, it Boots and Earl, doesn't, it, it doesn't make business sense or boxing sense right now. So it, it, when he was 154, if he's still at 154 and then Boots 
clears out his thing fast and he can jump up and get that fight and it's the money's right then that makes more boxing sense um that's why i think the fight would eventually happen anyway if it does happen but um yeah man i just that's 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 the play it's, i see yeah it's a lot going on right there man but yeah you know those are, um, and those are all great fights all legit fights all legit fights Each. and you and you know and, and you know who else would eventually jump in there who would get in there because I think they're a real one and I think they want the smoke and I think they're a real fighter. I think Virgil Ortiz Jr. would be like, we don't care about size of the street. Yeah, Oscar can hate or whatever he wants to, but I need, I want to seat at that table. I, I want where Boost got, I want that. And so I see Virgil definitely trying to get in there. And I think Virgil ends up fighting a PBC fighter. That would I be predict, nice. I hope he's I predict, not one of those guys that end up getting told, hey, no, take the path of re- least resistance to get to yeah. the title. Because, you know, they yeah. will try that bullshit. You know what's going they on. They will try it. And I think Oscar will try to advise him that way. And I think Virgil will buck that because he's got a dad. And I think his dad knows who the real ones are. I think his dad knows what will do more for his legacy. Beating, look, beating a Sean Porter, a Keith Thurman, and Earl Spence or whatever at 147 is better for your legacy than a Bud Crawford because Bud Crawford ain't fought nobody at 147. So if you beat Bud Crawford, who did he beat? Washed up Kilbrook, washed up Amir Khan, Evis Kalvinaskis, Jeff Horn. Won't even matter. Won't nobody be looking at that. I mean, it's not even about who he won a loss, but it's who he even fought. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. And that's you know, no disrespect to none of those fighters. You were great at the no, time when you were. But they're great just not at the level of Sean Porter and the guys he fought, or Keith Thurman and the guys he fought, or Earl Spencer and the guys he fought. It's just not, it's different levels. Yeah. And definitely. so to me, I think Verge will throw himself in. I think Verge supposedly, uh, uh, I heard, I heard Mean Machine confirm it. I think he said August 14th or something like that. He's fighting. Uh, he's fighting Verge. Oh, it's going to really? be a week. It's going to be the week before Earl and, and Mandy fight. Yeah, nice. he, he confirmed it. He said, nice. "Oh yeah, I'm fighting Virgil." So, so that's that must be a DAZN card then. It, it's got to be on DAZN, in my opinion, because I think I think Mean Machine is a free agent or he has a European management, so I can see totally see that being on DAZN. Okay. And I mean, obviously, let's be honest. It, it, even if even if uh, uh, um, Mean Machine was top rank, uh, Bob ain't paying for no fights, and so um, and if, if he had the right complexion. But at the end of the day, we, if, you know, because he got the right complexion, Bob would have let us know a long time ago. I'm, I'm putting my investment behind Mean Machine, and he absolutely, hasn't. He so hasn't done we that. know, yeah, that's a fight that's going on the zone. You know how the zone is going to sell it. Oh, he actually knocked down Bud Crawford, even though it didn't count. He knocked him down and gave him a hard fight. They, that's how going to do the hype and build Virgil Ortiz. We already know it, and they have to build Virgil Ortiz because they're trying to figure out how can we get one of those fights one of those premier welterweights on the zone with Virgil, right? So they're trying to figure that out because he's their main guy at 147. My next um, biggest hope is that they figure out a way to get uh, Charlo Andrade figured out. Yeah, they got to figure that out. They got to figure Come out. Come on, Connor guys. Y'all got to fight, man. They got to figure out Connor Ben, too. Uh, Connor Ben and Virgil Ortiz are willing to fight anybody. And, and I, I see those guys eventually stepping in the ring with uh pbc welterweights above uh, bud crawford never does it he'll dunk all the pbc fighters in my opinion unless it was like jamal james he'll fight jamal james but he's not gonna fight boots he ain't gonna fight keith thurman he ain't gonna fight sean porter and he ain't gonna fight earl spence connor van uh boots and would be a nice fight too 
Connor being Connor being Boots Ennis, the easiest fight to make would be Connor being and 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 uh and, and Burge over on Dazon. Um why why do you might, say that? Why do you why do you think that would be an easy fight to make? Because they're both on the zone. Connor, oh, you they're say Connor being uh Virgil. Connor being versus Virgil Ortiz. Yeah. Okay, I'm, okay, on, I'm I'm thinking yeah, I'm thinking on, about yeah. I'm thinking about boots. Yeah. My fault. I'm thinking about no, boots. No, no, no. They're they're both on the zone. Yeah, they, yeah, so, that would be super easy. But you, do you think that they would put each other in a way right now? They, because they, they're, they, going, they, both they're not gonna, yeah. The zone's not gonna do it because the zone they need to have a main plan, which is Virgil Ortiz, and they want to have a contingency plan, which is Connor being and Eddie Hearn is going to want to protect. Connor Ben, because he's the best they have over there from the UK at 147, clearly. So um, he's going to have Connor Ben fight a bunch of tomato cans, get some old scalps. That's why Connor Ben is calling out Amir Khan. He's calling out Kell Brook. Like, Who is he he's, fighting he's, next? Does we, he have a know. fight? Okay. okay. I, I don't know. It hasn't been announced. Um, he's, 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 he's definitely called people out. He called out Sean Porter. If he, if he got, he got anything on the table. He called out Sean Porter, but Sean Porter dismissed him. He called out. Um, he called out. Uh, 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 um, Sean Porter said his eyes was bigger than his stomach, or his stomach yeah. was bigger than his eyes, or something. Yeah. Like that. He he called out uh, uh, Amir. Yeah, because Sean Porter wins that fight right now against Conor Ben. He just smothers his work. Um, he, he called out Amir Khan and he called out Kell Brook. Right. So, and uh, I don't think either one of those guys fights Conor Ben. So, um, you know, I don't know what else the UK has over there. Maybe Eddie can get him some Eastern European fighters. That he can find at 147. I don't know. He will be fighting Connor Ben will be fighting Adrian Granados at the oh, end of right. July. Yes. That's right, Adrian Granados. So he's he's fighting the he's fighting the people who have come out the track. I hate to put it this way. He's fighting the guys that used to fight on PBC that, that just didn't win. Uh he's fighting the guys that are around the same level that they think he is at the same time. I want to say that yeah. too. Uh, guys so, who yeah. are yeah right around the same level to fight that they think could see, give him some competition. See, you know his path is going to be he's going to have the Adrian Granados, Jesse Vargas route because he That's fought Sebastian be- Formello that I'm looking at it and yeah I think yeah. Sean Porter fought Sean Sebastian. Porter fight, fought Formello yeah. yeah and he didn't and he didn't he went 12 rounds with Formello I think and kind of being yeah, knocked yeah, him out so. Yeah, kind of being has more power. Sean Porter, you know, he doesn't he doesn't have a much. He's strong, but he doesn't have a lot of power. Um, but I think he's gonna like. I think kind of being will probably get like Jesse Vargas or something like that. You know, the guys who are more in a gatekeeper position and look and chasing paydays. I think you know they get Adrian Granados over there. If he beats Adrian Granados, I think then he gets Jesse Vargas. Jesse Vargas is a former champion. Jesse think, Vargas went to one fifty four, right? No. Yeah, I think he did move to 154, but we all know for the right paycheck, Jesse Vargas will move down and fight at 147. I think that's what they do. They, it's, again, what Conor Ben, the UK route is, who cares where they are in their career? Who cares if there has been? I just need names. So I can say, I beat Adrian Granados. I beat Jesse Vargas. I beat Amir Khan. I beat, so basically they can go run, run the, the Bud Crawford play, right? If I were Amir Khan, I would just go ahead and do the last fight, Pimp. I don't know which one of you guys are scared of that fight, but I would just no, take the No, I think Amir Khan Brooke. should stay retired. Just take the Killbrook fight his... and give it up, get it over with. That's that's like the yeah, biggest yeah, payday. Yeah. Or maybe they missed it. Yeah. Maybe they missed the opportunity to make well, the biggest to, payday. To, to, to me, they I mean to me, they missed it. It definitely won't be their biggest payday. It'll be a payday, but it won't be their biggest payday because both of them are severely diminished returns at this point. So, but would people watch it? Yeah, but it would not be a big seller. It would be like a mid-tier fight. It'd be like a disowned fight on at 3 p.m. on the in the afternoon. 
you know, it, it would just be weak sauce, in my opinion. Yeah, but it, that it was a fight about three or four or five years ago. That was a fight. I yeah, that fight, that fight should have been made five years ago. Honestly. I don't know why it, it didn't happen. Made. I don't know why it didn't well, cause happen. Well, because Amir, Amir Khan didn't want to fight Kelbro. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. Shame, shame, shame. Shame. He wanted to be able to always be the alpha and popular guy in the UK, and he wanted to give Kelbrook the opportunity for being the top alpha guy in that around that weight division um, in in the UK. Amir Khan was, you know, he wanted to hold on to that. So, cool. All right. So yeah, th- these are this, this is some really good stuff that's going on out here. Uh, for those who are probably updated or haven't been updated, Tyson Fury has been tested positive. Him and his whole camp has tested positive for COVID-19 after being or after his promoter saying that everyone has been vaccinated. Bob Arum said everyone said that they were vaccinated or whatever. Hold on. So, yeah, uh, I would like to think it's uh, some bullshit. And there is the fight completely over. Are they just saying October? Well, they say in October, but with Tyson Fury, you don't know. So. Um, my guesstimation is he does not fight Wilder. I don't think he um, wants to fight. fight. So I don't think he wants to fight. He, he's following his dad's advice. When his dad said change trainers, he changed trainers. When his dad is like, I don't think that's a good fight for you. I think you, you, something, you're going to get knocked out. You're going to lose. Drop the, you know, vacate the belt. Just throw the belt in the trash. Fight Joshua. They're in cash out mode. It's all about the jig is up. There's going to be scrutiny. Like, notice he's never defended a belt. And the reason my, you know, again, I look at patterns. He doesn't defend the belt because he's shady. He's a known cheater. He wants to people who are listening. He won against Vladimir Klitschko. I think that's the brother mm-hmm. it was. He did. Never get, yeah. And never he didn't give him a rematch. And all of a sudden he ended up on drugs or he had a mental disorder or something like that. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to nobody who suffers from mental disorders, but he yeah. has a proven pattern about the way. A convenience. He yeah. yeah. About the way he goes about doing the business of boxing. Uh, He's never, ever defended any of the titles that that he has had. Ever. Ever. And and we could actually say that this dude is still the lineal champion of the WBO, the WBA, and all this stuff because he dropped him or he he was suspended for steroids and cocaine abuse. Yeah. And so Joshua won all the vacated belts. So, yeah. The only belt that he's not uh lineal in what he is now because he beat Deontay Wilder but I think he cheated is the WBC but that's I think you know again when you cheat and then now somebody's on to you cheating it becomes that much harder to cheat again and I think the scrutiny um is stressing him out is getting to him is aggravating him because he's under while mainstream media acts like Deontay Wilder's crazy there are enough people with common sense to know that there's a pattern and a practice to Tyson Fury and he's feeling that pressure. Um, so, yeah, I just think uh, he, he, I don't think he's ever going to fight him. I think Eddie Hearn knows it. That's why he's trying to throw Dillian White in there. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, something else, you know, it why, is what why, it is, man. I, I need to have some clarity on that, too. Why do they keep trying to Because throw- Eddie Hearn uses Dillian White as the nigger protection, plantation protection program for, 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 for uh, Anthony Joshua. That's exactly. He throws anytime somebody's a threat to Anthony Joshua when it's not, you know, a, a super threat to Anthony Joshua, or he, they really feel that they don't have a great chance of winning the fight, he always, he, he wants to throw Dillian White. Notice, he didn't throw Dillian White um, before Povetkin. He didn't throw Dillian White 
before. He talked a little bit, but it didn't happen. He didn't throw Dillian White in front of Tyson Fury. The only person he keeps trying to throw Dillian White in front of is Deontay Wilder. And he, I'm going to tell you why. Because Pavekin's old, a drug cheat, and AJ felt he had the advantage there, which he did, which is why he you know, knocked him out. Um, he already knocked out Dillian White. Um, Dylan Wild, White can box, but he can get wild and reckless at points, and he just, his chin is in the air a lot, and he gets clipped a lot. Um, just see the Pavekin fight, the first one. Um, and when it comes to Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury is just not a big puncher. He's not. And so um, he knows AJ's biggest weakness is AJ has a very, 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 very he, – he's not really well conditioned. He gets tired by the fifth, sixth round. And he knows that AJ is susceptible to taking big shots and he does not handle taking shots well. Um, and he knows that they wouldn't allow Fury to cheat them because they already know Fury is a cheat. And Fury is already going to be watched by his own country because he's already been suspended <laughs> by the Boxing Association there in, in the UK. So The BBB um, of C. Exactly. British so the border, only guy he always throws Dillian White in front of is Deontay Wilder again. Um, and Dillian Wilder, Dillian White, you know, I wouldn't put anything past him with PEDs or trying to cheat. They just have a cheating, they have a cheating energy about them over there in the UK at, at, at certain levels. And I don't trust Eddie Hearn either. Um, um, I don't trust Frank Warren. I don't trust any of them. Um, so it's just, it's just what it is, man. And, uh, you know, He's just trying to get Dillian White in there to try to see if he can rob a belt real quick, see if they can rob Deontay too. Tyson Fury got away with this. So they figure, hey, maybe we can get away with it too. All right. Um, all right. But I take the fight if I'm Deontay Wilder. I take the fight. You you would take that fight? You you so you would break I, the contract I, you currently have and take that? Well, here's how I take the fight. Here's what I do. I don't take the fight now as, as things are currently stated, because in the arbitration, he would void the contract the arbitration if he fought somebody else so that's that's eddie trying to slip him up so he can make fury aj that's another thing that so if play. i'm deontay but if i'm deontay of course that's the play because eddie thinks everybody's stupid but you know shelly finkel reads contracts and he advises deontay wilder and they got lawyers is you know but i counter them and i say okay cool eddie since you were you know you know you're an englishman you're over there in the uk then why don't you tell Tyson Fury and his people and Bob Aaron and, 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 and uh, Frank Warren over there, tell them to guarantee me a fight because I'm not going to break my contract through the arbitration. But if we get an addendum to that agreement that I can have this fight but still retain my arbitration rights, I'll take Dillian White. And not just Dillian White. Put Anthony Joshua on my fucking contract next. Yeah, so I would say no. Exactly, I would say, and Tyson Fury is still a coward and doesn't want to face me. Then he needs to drop the belt. That belt is now not vacated. That belt goes to me because he's ducking me. He he broke. He's trying to retire to break our contract. So that belt goes back to where it belongs, which is me. And then in that contract, I thought I'd be Dillian White when Tyson Fury chickens out and retired and claims mental illness, so he pulls a Ryan Garcia or Tiafimo Lopez, now he got COVID-29 instead of 19, then, you know, I say then I need Anthony Joshua for a unification fight, for undisputed. Let's make if you happen. do those things, let's make it happen. So, Ooh, so Deontay, many people would be mad in a motherfucker out there, bro. Yeah, so but many that's what I would mad. do. And because at that point, you put 
the you put you put them in a position where there's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. There are no excuses. Now they're gonna make them, but just like you know, we all know something is capped. Just like we all know, Bud is capping. ESPN is in a very very bad position with Bud. Is just gonna put them over there to UK. He killed two birds with one stone. Puts Tyson Fury and his team in a bad spot. It puts Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua in a bad spot. Because if they don't take them up on that, then they're all ducking. Because even people who were tight, who even some of these YouTubers who were, uh, Tyson Fury, no, Tyson Fury is clearly ducking him. And in terms of COVID-19, why is Joseph Parker out in fights? Why the team members who supposedly have COVID, why are they all out in the book, all out there? Why is it these guys test positive, but a couple of sparring partners didn't test positive? How come Jared Anderson didn't test positive? We. Ooh, the yeah. one who actually, the one who knocked Tyson Fury out in sparring. Not just okay, knocked so him out, but been beating his motherfucking beat his, ass. Beat, beat his ass. So, so my thing is, he's a liar. He, that's why he will, he will never present proof. Um, and Teofimo Lopez is a liar. He's not going to pre- present proof. They, it was all about convenience because they're trying to figure a way to wiggle out of their situations. Oh, yeah. Salute to Jared Teofimo, Anderson, though, because I know that yeah. sparring had to be bad than a motherfucker. No egg yeah. weights. You can't use no egg weights. That kid yeah. was probably in there giving you wreck. Yeah, you Jared Anderson. He's probably I, like, yo, I'm he, done. I'm out. I'm out. I can't even though he's no t- Even though he's top rank, I hope he did it for the culture because deep down the side, Jared Anderson, if you're a real fighter, you know that nigga Tyson Fury is a cheat. And I hope Jared Anderson did it for the culture by whipping up on him, whipping up on him and sparring, knowing that Tyson Fury is a cheater, a drug cheat, a glove cheat, uh, and everything else, and whipping up on him and getting that get back because we know he gonna dug Deontay Wilder. Hopefully, some of the blackness of Jared Anderson rubbed off and and it, and it stains Tyson Fury for the rest of his days. Salute to the other guys out in that boxing gym, whoever it was, whipping on his head and, and sparring. <laughs> um, it's been a it long wasn't Joseph road. Parker because jo- Joseph Parker. It was supposed to have COVID, but now he ain't got it now. And he out at fights and he out in public. Well, if it was just Jared Anderson by himself, salute to you, pimp, because yeah. he had to reconsider what the fuck was going on. And he probably had, had sat down with the family and was like, I don't, I don't think I can do it. They not gonna, they, nope. they not gonna get, let he, me get away with it. He definitely got whipped because notice Tyson Fury does not miss the cameras. He doesn't miss an opportunity to do run all his mouth. Notice He's nowhere to be found. Now, you can say he's not in quarantine. The nigga left the country. He's not in no quarantine. So if you, if you, get, if you got tested positive for COVID here, what are you doing hopping on, a, hopping on a plane? What are you doing leaving the country? You're supposed to stay where you are in quarantine. So he's clearly lying. He's Super clearly lying. running. And he's not in front of any media because he got his ass whooped and he got swelling and scarred. He's trying to heal up. He'll come back mild-mannered. He'll, come, he, he'll do the same. He'll do Conor McGregor. You know, I'm coming back bigger and better. You still didn't beat me. I'm going to get you. You're just mad because you're going to talk shit, you know, or which eventually will lead to eventually the inevitable is mental health. I've fallen off the wagon. I'm abusing alcohol again or doing whatever. You know, we already we we, we see the we play, heard man. this shit. We before. see the play. We heard, we heard this, this shit before. before. So, yeah, it, it is what it is. And he was he and, was uh, scarred up. If you go back to. uh that yeah. uh, B.J. Saunders versus Canelo fight. He was scarred up yeah. during that fight. You could yeah, see the yeah, marks yeah. around his eyes. Yeah. yeah, you could see him around his eyes. He was getting beat. So, um, yeah, man. Um, I think this. But if I'm Deontay, I definitely take D- Dillian White. Yeah, just just and on I, the contractual side, make sure everything is in order. Yeah, just now. make sure everything's tight and in order on the contractual side, and then I destroy Dillian White, and then I check Eddie Hearn and say, "Keep my name out your mouth. You'll never be my promoter because you're untrustworthy." 
and all you, you can't motherfuckers be my dirty. And quit running. AJ has been running. You talking about I ain't fought nobody. I ain't got no skills. Fight me then, bitch. Fight me. I'm gonna Fight knock your ass pussy. out. Pussy. Let's, and, let's and, put it in and, writing. And, I gave you. I tried to give you the fifty million you asked for, yeah. and you ducked that. And then I go over to England and I say, get permission from your master to make this fight happen. Get permission. I'll come on the plantation and whip your ass. No problem. He already in an angry mood anyway. So, and, and that's why I think he should fight. I think he should fight because I think he's been working on his craft. It'd be great to see him apply that. And Dillian White is a great candidate because Dillian White can punch. Yep. He can he can box a little bit. He's a big boy as well. He's shorter, but he's a big boy, solid. And um, he would make for amazing theater knocking Dillian White being knocked out is like a meme, right? Like if you think, you know, when he got hit by Pavekian, when he got hit by 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 Joshua, it, 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 he just when he gets knocked out, it's just really a bad man. Like, like he goes out. out. He, he goes, goes out. out. On his right, feet like, too, like before he hits the ground, he's out. What? It's like he's on the ground. He catches the Holy Ghost for about fifteen seconds, and then he he just then he's just asleep. You know, and then he wakes up like, what, what is it? What is it? Is today Tuesday or Wednesday? You know, that's what happens with him. I and can so, keep going, mate. I can keep going. Yeah, yeah, and I just think that's the fight. He should do it, and I I would say no, not a not October, not October. And, I, and you know who this crushes? It crushes Bud Crawford. Because they were trying to do Bud Crawford in October. And they were going to do that on a Friday. See what they're trying to do. Bob has got to be really, really nervous. Because Bob is trying to cajole Tyson in the fighting. Because Bob is always thinking about his pockets. Now, how do I, how do I keep, get my numbers for ESPN with Zapata and Crawford? I'm going to try to ride off the coattails and the energy. Let's be honest, really of Deontay Wilder. Nobody gives a fuck about Tyson Fury. People talk shit about him because they got they hate themselves or they just white and and they and, and they race people, you know. Um, you know, and, and they anti-black. Let me just put it that way. And so I think at the end of the day, they need that fight to carry Crawford's a payday. They need it. So if Fury well, it like backs out, the, yeah, it looks like it's going in the toilet. If Fury backs out, that destroys Crawford Zapata. Oh, yeah. Because then at that point, even though it's not signed yet, at that point, it's like, bud, you can't, you need somebody to carry you. Now that y'all don't have a big fight over there on top stank, where you going to go? Man, why don't you fight Sean Porter? Sean Porter, you can be carried on PBC. You can Line be it carried. up. Line it up. Line it up. You don't think Al will put up the money? Of course Al will put up the money for Porter to fight. But it's got to be on Fox. It's going it's to have to be on Fox. That's what it's going to have to do. It's going to be on Fox. It ain't going to be on ESPN. It's going to be on Fox. And, you know, hey, uh, Bob, gets he still gets his money because you're signed to him. He still gets a check. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the A-side in in that fight? Do you think it's Sean Porter? No, the A-side in that fight is Bud because he's the champion. So the A-side. Oh, that's right. That's right. I keep forgetting about him and that belt. The, the belt would just make him the A side. Yeah, and you let you let him if if you PBC you you let him feel good. You come over to our network, but you the A side. We're gonna give you the bigger check, and you get you your shot caller. You you get coming to ring last. We give you respect. Like we said, we invited you to the round table. This is your entrance into the round table. And so, to me, 
if you're Bud, how do you not take that fight? And if you're ESPN, you got two options. You can't hate because you've been capping all this time about how don't nobody want to fight them. You've been lying. So now you can't tell that lie. Andre Ward can't cover for you. Timothy Bradley already said you need to put up a shut up. At least he told the truth. Yeah, he said you look bad, fam. You look bad. Andre Ward can cover for you. Roy Jones is going to be stay quiet somewhere in Florida wrestling alligators, that boxing alligators with short he, arms. He don't went quiet. He don't went, he don't went quiet. So the Bud protectors and lovers can't do what they want to do. They can't do what their natural instinct is, is to, you know, cloak and cover and protect Bud in a, in a, in a protection program. So he'd be forced to do that. And then ESPN could just say, can we do a simulcast? It's not pay-per-view, right? So, and that's, I wouldn't make it a pay-per-view fight. I wouldn't. No. I would put it on Fox. People no. who want to watch it on Fox, put it on Fox. And then I would put it on ESPN+. Plus. I would not let it be on ESPN. I would say you can watch it on ESPN+, Plus, or you can watch it on Fox. That's it. That's it. And I'm, I'm, and I'm, it. I guarantee the, the member viewership would be over 1.5 million. It would People be would... ridiculous. I think if he fought Porter and they did a simulcast on ESPN Plus and then just Fox and all of it, it's absolutely did that. I mean, Fox would have to get the bigger lion's share because I was putting up the money and the budget comes from Fox, right? So they'd have to get more. It could not be on regular ESPN. It could be on ESPN Plus. You do that. You share the post rights. You allow ESPN to air the fight after if they want to yeah. on ESPN two or something like that. I would yeah. negotiate that if I'm with them. That's no problem. Yeah. But the live fight would have to be on Fox, and it can be on. It can be live on ESPN plus, and you do the fight, and you let Bud be the A side. You give Bud the 60-40 split in the money, or even fifty five forty five, and you say, okay, Bud, show me something. You get to build some numbers. You get to say, man, I did X amount on ESPN plus with subscribers, and I did X amount of views on on fox it helps you build your brand you get a name on your resume and you fight a guy who actually called you out um and and who's actually done something at the welterweight division so it will put bud in an impossible position and bob him in a in a, at an impossible position because would you no, uh, i mean if you're a real fighter if you're a real warrior you wouldn't take and that's no disrespect to jose zapata but you wouldn't take jose zapata over Sean Porter, who's whoa, in your whoa, actual whoa, whoa. division, like well, but, but we know Bob. Bob would cap because Bob would be like. So first of all, Bob would, it would never happen because Bob would block the fight. He's already blocked it. Bob is is going to block it and has blocked it because he's like, if you lose that fight, I lose the belt. Number bang, one, bang, bang, period. Bang. And I have no leverage to get that back when it's on PBC. None. It's gone. Once it's gone, it's gone. Number two, he's like. I'm not going to make most of the money because that's a BBC fighter. It's only limited to ESPN plus. And I'm going to get a cut of what Bud makes. Right. And, that, and that's what I'm going to get. So that's the other thing. But the biggest thing is potentially losing and losing the belt and then not having anything lined up to layer his next generation, you know, uh, his, his wh whoever he could push at 147. He's got a couple younger guys coming up. I, they're not on the level of Boots, even Virgil Ortiz. There's a couple of younger guys, but he wants to hold that strap there or if he can slide a Josh Taylor in there, which is what he really wants to do. Um, so Bud, you know, what he's going to say is, is, look, man, we're not going to take that fight. And here's what, Bud, here's what Bob's going to say. He's going to block it. But Bob's going to be like, no, we got to fight with Josh Taylor. The two, look, that's a bigger storyline. Josh Taylor's more accomplished than Sean, than Sean Porter. 
Josh Taylor is international. He's got a crowd over in the UK and Scotland. He's a former undisputed. Terrence is the former undisputed. That's a bigger fight than Sean Porter, right? That's what he's going to tell us. But Josh Taylor did, it's got the same issue, but you keep, you basically selling us the same BS. You keep selling us what they both did at 140. We talking about 147. Right. But that's what Bob is going to do. So the fight will still never happen. Terrence will never come to the round table. Now, you know who will come to the round table is Josh Taylor. And I'm going to tell you why Josh Taylor is going to come to the round table. Because Josh Taylor will tell Al, I will fucking leave you. I will leave you. Like, we got this year contract, two year, whatever. If you don't do this, nigga, I, I can go to Eddie Hearn and make this fight. I, you know, I may not sign with PBC, but I can go to Eddie Hearn and match him. I'm from the UK anyway. I can do that and make the fight. You better not keep me from my big paydays and... I want the opportunity to show that I'm the best. I think Josh Taylor, if he, if he beat a Bud Crawford, he would want, just I, just I can just see it in certain guys, he would want to prove to test himself to see if he's better than the guys over on the PBC side. So I think that's the problem that Bob is going to have. Um, Terrence is just way easier to handle. Um, and I think Josh Taylor would be a problem trying to handle because of his options and the, and the comfort level of his options. Yeah. Bud could go to other outfits, but the best fit with him would be, would be PBC. But he don't want to deal with the competition. He don't want to deal with what he thinks may be favoritism of politics. That would be his excuse. But let's just be honest. That's what the black fighters are. He's not going to go to Golden Boy. We all know how Oscar treats black fighters. That's why they all at PBC. They left, they leave Golden Boy and they go to PBC. Um, and he's not going to do MT, whatever, K-Global. He's not going to do all that because he's being in the same position. He'd be fighting a bunch of nobodies just all from fucking, you know, Eastern Europe and, and, and the rest of Asia. So who cares? So, you know, where is he going to go? So to me, he's, he's, in, a, he's, in, a, he's in the worst spot in boxing, in all of boxing. You put yourself in this position. He did. I think- he, he- if yeah, you yeah, might have wanted to be there, my man. Well, clearly he did because it, it's all been very transparent. That's why the hashtag cannot be blame Bob. It has to be blame Bud because Bob is very transparent. I don't have any hate towards Bob. I actually like Bob. I like Bob. I like the fact that he's open about that. I like I like the fact that he has a no he's, black fighters clause. If the, If I don't have the best black fighters, None of my fighters can fight him because if I got championship belts, I know they're going to lose. And I'm okay with it because he says it at least. So he's not hating in the sense he is, but it's it's, at least it's direct to where there can be some value off of it. People like Eddie Hearn, they will talk a bunch of crap and duck. Bob Aram is like, I'm ducking and here's why from a business perspective while I'm ducking these guys. But Guess what? You can then flip that and say, well, Bob didn't want to make the fight. So that means that means they, they're afraid of me. And you can use that as part of your marketability. Well, Eddie Hearn, he just never he's never going to level set with you. I, I trust Bob Aaron way over Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn's a snake, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he's a he's a he's a I mean, all of them are hustlers, but he's he sits yeah. there and, and just runs his mouth a little bit too much. The only other yeah. thing I didn't like about the whole Bud Crawford, uh, Bob Arum situation, I don't want to really make this about them as we're talking about, we should be talking about other things. But the only thing I didn't, the other thing that I didn't like was when Terrence Crawford won his fight and they asked him, who did he want next? He turned and looked at Bob. 
<laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you looking at Bob for, man? Man up and say what the fuck you want. Tell him, hey, I want all the best fighters. I want all the best fighters. And what did he say? He said Manny Pacquiao. He didn't even say Earl Spence. He said Manny Pacquiao. I want all the best fighters. You didn't say that. He 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 made Bob raise his voice and go, We want, we want to do this and we want to do that. And Terrence Crawford wants to fight the best fighters, and all these guys are running from, from him. But and that he, was yeah, just but he it was so, it yeah. was it was horrible yeah. to even hear that. He, yeah, yeah. He lets Bob do his dirty work. That's why it's actually all Bud Crawford and it's not Bob. Bob blocks because Bud wants Bob to do the blocking. That means both of y'all don't think y'all can win. So well, that. Bob definitely doesn't think he can win, which is why he don't put the money up. Yeah. But at least he was, what he's saying is, and here's what Bob did. I think Bob said what he said about Bud because he didn't want to look like, he's he's not trying to, he can't come out and say, my fighter wants to play it safe. He doesn't want to fight elite competition. He can't say that. So he has to cap for Bud to a certain extent. But I think Bob don't want to be out here looking that bad so he basically just says, well, he don't do the numbers. You know, he'll, he'll kneecap Bud a little bit. He, don't, he won't do the numbers. And, 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 hey, that's not a big fight. But he'll still take these, little, he'll take these little shots at Bud to try to be like, no, nah, nigga, I'm not about to take all the hits for you not taking these fights. So I'm, I'm going to talk some crap about you and tell the truth about you and make you look a little, get you a little dirty, too. And he doesn't, has. doesn't he at least have Terrence Crawford? Doesn't he at least have the best number over best numbers as far as viewership on uh top rank? He has the best numbers, yeah, on ESPN over top rank. Yeah, he's got the most the, the, the most views, I believe. Yeah. Even over uh Tyson Fury. Ain't that something? Even more than Tyson Fury, more than Lomachenko, you know, more than all of them. Yeah, more than all of them. Yes. All of them. For anybody listening, he had better viewership than all of them. And his master, in, yeah. his yeah. master still doesn't want him to take his ball and, and, and go play with everybody else. But the guys who are invested are Vasil Lomachenko and Tyson Fury. That's who Bob invests in. Um, so those are just the facts. That's the reality. Um, and I think he's about to invest. I think Josh Taylor is about to become an invested fighter So for top rank. I wonder what they're going to do with a guy like Oscar Valdez. He well, he, he he's okay. So here's the thing: he's not an invested fighter. They're gonna ride him to Shakur Stevenson, and then Shakur Stevenson, he he's gonna try to make Shakur an invested fighter. But I think Shakur is gonna leave top rank and be a free agent so he can make the fights. He gonna he, he gonna do the same thing Dev is doing. He gonna he gonna do he gonna do what Dev doing. Get that belt. Get the fuck out of there, Shakur. Yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. He, he want that Valdez fight. Yeah. Get that belt and you bounce. You want the scouts. Get, yeah, yeah, get Heron's belt, bounce. No, get Heron's belt, get that Valdez belt, and bounce the fuck up out of there. Them people don't get no fuck about you, man. Yeah, no and that's what he's going to do. And the only way they will care about him is if he gets a knockout over Heron and a knockout mm-hmm. over Oscar uh, Valdez. Other than that, and- they're not going to care. And let me tell you why I think he's going to be gone and why he's getting some static and why they starting top rank is starting to hate on him a little bit, even with coverage about his last oh, fight. Oh, you see it. You see it happening. They're starting the same, same thing that um, same thing that DAZN does to Haney is what they're starting to do over at ESPN to Shakur Stevenson. He's not excited. He's not getting knockouts. And see, what's happening is they asked him, 
See, he didn't do Andre Ward. Now I see why he was split with Andre Ward. He see Andre Ward is not a real one. Um, when he asked about Tyson Fury Wilder, he's like, I'm going for Wilder. <laughs> Which, as you as you should, young man, you did nothing wrong. Yeah. The fuck, yeah. fuck out of here with that bullshit. Oh, what about what about Earl Spence and Bud? Man, I like both of them. They're both great fighters. Like he he won't cap. On Earl because Bud is his boy and they nope. both top rank. He said he, he said it'd be a good fight and I would love to see that fight. He said I hope they solve the situation between them because that yep. would be a great fight to see. Right. See, and so I like the fact not, that he did it that way. That was the best way to do it. Yeah. He didn't this one yeah. to make the other yeah. one look good. Exactly. He kept he kept it a hundred. Look, I know both Wait, of yeah. them. I work out with yeah. both of them. I'm not doing that. I like both yeah. them guys. So he just being real and he not holding the company line. I think Bob sees that and I think they're like. Mm. They getting a little. They getting a little. They getting a little. Little soft. They getting a little. Uh. 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 Lukewarm on on, on Shakur. They getting. Yeah. They getting a little. They just chill. Yeah. Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson. You did nothing wrong. Uh. By winning your last match, would we have liked to see you pick up the pace and be more of a dominant fighter? And if even if not, get him out of there, but beat him the fuck up. Yes, we we wanted that. That's why I gave mm-hmm. you a. I think a B or a B plus for that fight. Because you could have done right. more. I mean, but right. because of your skill set, you boxed this guy all the way around the yeah. ring, and, and you won yeah. the fight. You came out clean as clean as a motherfucking. Uh, Him and Devin Haney end up over at PBC with Tank. I know that they're gonna be free agents to get what they want to get. They're gonna roam around, and they're gonna end up at PBC over there with Tank. However, it happens, man. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. But as long as they, you know, take care of themselves and look out for their best interests. Oh yeah. Man. These companies don't really yeah. be giving a fuck about you like that. Nah. Um, nah. They, yeah. They, it, I, they know how to important. move. I like the way they move. Yeah. I like and, the way they move. Salute to Shakur for tweeting out, man. I fuck with Wilder. I yeah. love that shit when he tweeted that. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I I, I love yeah. this kind of kid, man. Because you ain't doing nothing real. wrong. You ain't doing nothing yeah. wrong, Shakur. Keep going. He's a real fighter, and he see what Fury is. He now he's not gonna do malice on Fury, but he's not gonna cap and buck dance all on you know for 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 ESPN and top rank and, and try to you know uh, uh, throw you know Deontay Wilder under the bus and try to cap on Deontay Wilder. So I love it, man. I think it's great. Um, all that wild you know, hate, all that wild hate running around out yeah. there. All that hate, but we'll, we'll see what it is. But we we see what it is. We see what's going on, but. Yeah, but back to the welterweights, man. I think it's good. Hopefully, the next uh, press conference they do, man. They, I think it's gonna get a little bit more spicy, my guy. Put my some, guy. put some, put some, put some cayenne pepper on it. Oh, you yeah. know, oh, or yeah. as uh, what's it, what's his name? Uh, Salt Tommy Bay. Brown said some, some, some of Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Yeah, it's, I think they put some Mama's some, cooking on there. They are gonna put it in the crock pot. Yeah. I think it's gonna start simmering now because they're looking yeah. at that and they're gonna see the feedback. It was so no, no disrespect to Manny Pacquiao or Errol Spence. It was kind of bland. And I expect that because of the type of characters that they are, they do more. They are they talking inside the ring. In the ring. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of like Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose was an old vocal person. He showed you how dope he was by the way he played. But uh, yeah. definitely. And that's why Keith Thurman got to step up and show his value because he is the talker. I, he's a talker. He's a talker, even though he'd be on some bullshit, even though he'd be talking he know, some bullshit. And, and he know how to get Errol to engage, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, they do. And, you know, and then Sean can still try to be the, you know, the judicious one on the side playing the 50-50 down the middle being a political one. Yeah. And then Manny can be the cold calculated way and sitting there like, yeah, I know I knocked you down. I should have knocked you out. You know, yeah, it would just be, it be good, it it would be good yeah, theater. I should have turned it up on your ass. Yeah, yeah, it would just be good theater, man. So yeah. that's about it, man. But I'm up out of here.
Yes, sir. Jay, I appreciate it, man. This has been another episode of Clean Breaks. This episode was about the press conference that just took place for the Manny Pacquiao Errol Spence fight on the 21st or the 24th of August. I can't 21st, remember. August 21st. Is August when the fight 21st. Is. All right, yep. cool. It's a Saturday. So, yeah, that's coming up. Uh, wish everybody the best. Love, peace, success, health to everyone out there. And we out this thing, man.